just as a reminder, we got more Jim Gaffigan tickets for you coming up at 348. But, you know, it's if you're having car trouble, right, very rarely are you going to go open the trunk. Maybe there's an issue back there, but you're probably going to go open the hood, right? You're going to go check out uh, the the engine compartment, if the pistons are firing, if everything's good there, if you've got proper amounts of coolant. And I'm not really much of a car guy, but my point is you go to the, the epicenter of where the issues are or where the issues could be. It's what's interesting about these dual trips, Joe Biden, Donald Trump, both going down to the southern border tomorrow. Uh, from everything that I've seen, former President Donald Trump's uh, destined for Eagle Pass Station in the Del Rio sector. Yesterday, 511 apprehensions. In one day, excuse me, Monday, 511 apprehensions at Eagle Pass. It has been one of the more uh, heavily trafficked stations across the southern border. President Joe Biden expected to visit the southern border as well, although he will be going to Brownsville, Texas. Brownsville, Texas, on the very same day, Monday, had 12 apprehensions. Now, not to say that these, these crossings can't be busy at separate times, but certainly, Brownsville doesn't seem uh, as as busy of a crossing as some of these other spots across the southern border. Former acting U.S. Attorney General Matt Whitaker joins me to help talk about this. It's good to have you, sir. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. First of all, I'd like for you to kind of explain to me why we are seeing numbers across the southern border the way that we are. Because uh, certainly over the years they have climbed and climbed and climbed, and now we're, we're going to we're into record-breaking territory. Why are we seeing so many people cross the border illegally? Well, I mean, ultimately it's word of mouth. I mean, we had it closed in the Trump administration, and uh, Joe Biden publicly declared that the border was going to be open, and um, anybody who wanted to come would be allowed into our country. People took him at his word and then uh they called back home and said hey he was uh he was telling the truth so come on all you have to do you know and then there obviously we have the whole southern border is controlled by drug cartels that are now really good at human trafficking and smuggling illicit narcotics and all sorts of um uh things that uh, we don't want coming across our southern border so it's just it's a confluence of bad policies a lack of enforcement and uh, just a recipe for complete and utter failure. But, you know, to your point about Joe Biden going to Brownsville, I just, um, of all the places he could go, I guess, just to get a photo op, I don't expect that he's going to fix it. And uh, Eagle Pass is where the action has been. It's where Governor Abbott has put in a lot of fortifications. And I think that's a more representative area um, for President Biden if he wanted to really see what was happening at the southern border. You know, it's one thing to have bad policy. Um, that's one issue, right? But the the issue that is hard for me to overlook is the 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 not enforcing the rules and the laws that we have we already have existing. That to me is is the egregious part in all of this. And I, I was listening to an interview with someone that was talking to somebody at the southern border, one of the 
the the head CBP agents, and they said, we don't need necessarily more money. We don't even necessarily need more bodies. We just have to be able to do our job and enforce the laws. And because we're not allowed to do that, we are hamstrung, in the, and, and, and that continues to be one of the weak points in, in, our, in one of the main protections of the southern border, our people. No, you're right. I mean, we have some really great members of uh, especially CBP and, uh, you know, ICE that if they were allowed to do their jobs, they could easily uh, help make a dent in the number of illegal crossings and bogus asylum claims we're seeing in our southern border. You know, there's at least seven authorities under the law that Joe Biden could use. He's not using most of them, and he actually rolled back their application uh, when he took over as president. And I think that's, you know, what's led to a lot of this. I mean, just ignoring the law, um, not using the powers the president already has under current law to stop uh, what's happening in our southern border. And that's obviously Mm. The world has heard that, and he just keeps doing it. I, I was listening to a, a Joe Rogan podcast with uh, with Dr. Phil, uh, ironically, who went down to the southern border and talked to some folks. And the, the Chinese migrants that are coming across now are, are off the charts. Uh, we've seen roughly a 4,000% increase since 2021. And, and, what, and, and what was troubling from what Dr. Phil said he saw was that they were coming into the United States and they were buying farmland or buying property next to military installation bases. How prevalent is that? How big of an issue is that? I, you know, I don't want to paint with a broad brush. I'm sure people are coming over for other reasons, but but that seems to be like a like a real issue. Yeah, obviously there's some states that don't that that allow uh foreign uh nationals to own farmland and to own, you know, ag land. And in my home state of Iowa, we have prohibited that um, really for a long time. Um, But the the short answer is, uh, I don't think anybody actually knows because the the groups that are supposed to be monitoring this at USDA and uh, some of our state agriculture just haven't been tracking, they haven't been paying attention. But, you know, the other thing you need to know about these Chinese nationals that illegal enter the United States is the Chinese will not take them back. Like they, so we end up with a bunch of people that are here illegally uh, that we can't deport because the the country of China won't take them back. I mean, that's a that's a serious threat, I think, to our sovereignty. I mean, at last count, and this was, you know, back when I was in the administration because I went to China to work on this and Sentinel and several other issues. Um, you know, by last count, it's in the hundreds of thousands. Probably by now, it's approaching a million people. So what are the answers here? How, 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 what needs to be done in order to, to shore this up? Because, you know, the, the, the Biden administration know that they've come around to using the word crisis. They've come around to realizing that this is a much bigger issue, probably because the American people are concerned about it now. But, but what, what, what can be done here? What needs to be done? Yeah, I think it's pretty simple. Actually, you get back as, you know, as an old football player in the Big Ten, you know, you get back to the basic blocking and tackling of the mission. And that is, to um, I think the Remain in Mexico policy needs to be immediately implemented where, you know, we accept asylum claims. Most of them are not granted ultimately after going to court, but the courts are so backed up now, in some cases, six to eight years. So first of all, you could put Remain in Mexico. I think you also use some of the other authorities under 212 and under Title 42 and, 
and elsewhere to just make sure that that the the southern border is open for commerce but closed for illegal immigration and then you're going to the hardest thing though is going to be these 10 million plus people that are currently in our country uh, illegally that uh, we need to obviously come up with a program that returns them to their home country so that they can um, do it the right way and get in line kirk ferentz going to fix that offense (laughs) well we got a new uh Offensive coordinator yep. at Iowa, and you know it's the old Western Michigan coach. We'll see if he uh, he can bring something. But as I often say, if we just had a average offense, we'd be pretty stout. Pretty good, Matt Whitaker. Thanks so much. Appreciate the time as always. All right, thanks for your yep. time. Yep, Appreciate you got it. it. Uh, got to take a break. More coming to Max and JR afternoon. Don't go anywhere.